Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. I'm in scrummy mummy mansions. Yes, you are welcome. You are always welcome here. Pissing down outside. It's a filthy, filthy day. It is. It's a really filthy day. But Shirley got, has got the cakes in, haven't you, Shirley? And it's so many. So cupcakes, many cakes. In. Homemade cakes, cheap yeah. cakes, it's icing the, cakes. Yeah, I know. Certainly so it's such a variety. And uh, it was my son's birthday. Um, a couple of days ago and you know we do we do the better we, we do month-long holiday celebrations and, oh my gosh we're just feeling so rancid there's so much sugar in our systems our moods are affected you know tonight tonight the winning partner's gonna she goes how about vegetable broth i said please we are really deprived of nutrients yeah, I think too so. much sugar in the house too much now the crown are looking for a young prince william age six but they're looking for four-year-olds up and i'm not being funny or nothing but I definitely think your son should go up for it. Because if you... No, don't look like that. He was really cute as a kid. They would look... They actually put it on spotlight. They were putting out photos of what Prince William looked like age six. And he was gorgeous. The boys were cute. But don't you remember mine couldn't say his name when Don't you remember that you still the... got a heavy pencil? It's not about being able to act. It's about just one quick shot to camera. Anyway, let me know and I'll just um, ring up your agent for you. Just a thought. Okay, send me the link. Okay. So I have returned back from the motherland. It was a whirlwind. It was amazing. Still processing it, actually. I'm just, I just dream about it every night. I was dreaming about it before I went, and now I'm sort of, you know, regretting everything I said on camera. You know, that sort of vibe. But it was my first time away from the kids in four years, well, the eldest. I left. The, I, I did leave my... I lie, because I did leave the eldest for two nights when I was having major abdominal surgery, trying to get the, the youngest out, C-section otherwise known as. Um, so I do lie. I did have two very, very happy, happy days in hospital. So I was a bit anxious that how would I be without the children? How were you without the children? Fucking loved it, yeah, mate. Yeah, It was delightful. Mm. I got a bit of me back. Oh my gosh. And I just can't tell you. I highly recommend to anyone out there, any mothers out there who are umming and ahhing about leaving the kids behind. Do it. Them. Shirley actually FaceTimed me two days in. I thought, oh, this is nice, a Saturday morning. And she looked literally 12 years younger. 12. Um, you were wearing that sort of, a lacy, a lacy camisole. Her hair was just sort of that, you know, at sex look. Yeah. And you had just, a, you know, I don't know, your skin just looks so radiant. And I thought, gosh, look, Auntie Jo. No, I did stop off at the Mac at the uh, duty free and bought way more than I could. So, afford. have you lost your personality since being back? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's nice Absolutely. to regain it for a bit and know oh, it's still there. Oh gosh, and and how I told the crew, how I told the crew. Highs and lows, it. though. Highs and lows of being out there and sort of doing this job. I think you need to recap for those who've just tuned in, in terms of what you were doing out so, in. I know. I what did you call sign an Palestine, MD. and we call Israel. I did sign an NDA. Okay, so um, just keep but, it. So yeah, so basically, well, to, to, I'll, I'll give you a little insight. So I, I went back to the motherland, um, to Palestine, now occupied Palestine. Some call it Israel. We were tracing my, basically my family roots because my mother was born in Jaffa, in, in Palestine. And uh, part of the journey was going to the West Bank. And when you go into the West Bank, you have to pass checkpoints. These are the dreaded checkpoints that everyone, whether you're, whatever nationality you are, especially if you're Palestinian, you shit yourself. Uh, they can do whatever they want. They've just got massive AK-47s across their chest, you know, you know, Swiss, Swiss army pen knives coming out of every pore. And they can do whatever they want and there are no wow. repercussions. So 
And obviously we couldn't tell them the truth of what we were doing. So uh, the director said that we had, a, you know, when our van got stuck, our van, it was a pimp black Mercedes uh, tour bus. And I just thought that's what the Shirley's need. Yes, exactly I, I was telling them, they didn't care, this is what my double act needs. Uh, what we always needed and never got. And um, yeah, so our pimp sort of tour bus gets stopped and they said, what is your purpose here in the West Bank? And the director said, we have a celebrity on board and we're just tracing her family routes. And he looked around, making direct eye contact with me and then looked behind me, looked to my left, looked to my right and then said to the director, where's the celebrity? <laughs> Did he say yes, quite? <laughs> <laughs> yes, quite, I said. Quite, here I am. So we all got, everyone got a grilling, but my cousin who was, who we had sort of um, snuck in the back of the van was the only one with a Jordanian passport, so everyone else had British or American. And uh, yeah, she got an absolute grilling about who I was, who she was visiting, why she was here, are you sure you don't have any... She was really good, actually. She just, just lied through her turf, uh, through her very whitened turf. And um, yeah, we got but you cast. got through, okay. We got through. Meanwhile, the other car load that had my uncles, all the Palestinians in, were just thrown out onto the floor. Their luggages absolutely, you know... They were just humiliated and undignified. I'm laughing. I don't find it funny, by the way. I find it absolutely fucking horrific. This is a light-hearted podcast. But so they were really traumatised. But, but um, were they on camera, your uncles? Yes. Yeah. It was very much, actually, when they, when my uncles, who were, who were born in Jaffa and grew up there, when they agreed to come over, they sort of changed the narrative. And it was really sweet. My eldest uncle hadn't been there since he was kicked out in 1948. So that's over 75 years. Mm. And we're taking him down memory lane and asking him his thoughts and feelings. And it was, yeah, it was it was very touching. It, it, was, it was sad, it was sweet, and it was sort of, you know, just made you think, gosh, this whole situation is such a mess and we're so... We're so deep in it. It's uh, you just can't see a resolution, and it's just so effing sad. Just two questions, just to finish. Did you? Would you ever go back again? I'd love to go back. I made really good friends with my driver Muhammad, who said, "I want to take you to Ramallah. I want to take you to Haifa. There are so many beautiful parts of Palestine. You have to. You have to come back." And I thought, "How am I going to come back? What with the kids and the willing partner? Mm. How's it going to work?" Mm. But do you know what? I've always said I won't go back until the situation's better. But it's a beautiful country, especially uh, parts that are still that still have a bit of the old Palestine where the buildings haven't been destroyed because Tel Aviv is a bit of a nightmare. It looks like it could be anywhere. It could be Dubai, it could be mm -hmm. any Northern American city. It's just tall skyscrapers. It has no, um, you know, soul. Mm. But you go into the old quarters and everything, it's okay. absolutely stunning. Pomegranate trees every which way you look, orange groves. Okay. It's a stunning country. When is this um, programme coming out on it BBC will be Two? airing BBC Two, Jan Feb. Are we allowed to know the name? Or is it working It's title? called, no, 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 it's called My Family, the Middle East and Me. Okay, watch this space, guys, watch this space. So the Soho House really know their clientele, I think. This made me laugh. I can't believe that we are struggling to get a night there. We used to always perform there, Shirley and myself, we just did. And we actually used to smash it, whether it was Chiswick House or, you know, Dean Street or whatever. We used to do gigs at Soho House, they loved us. But for some reason, getting in, getting in hold of the events team is ridiculously hard. But they've got a night, apparently, as one of the events called Wanking, an act of self-care. And it's an Is event. it a comedy night? No, it's not a comedy night. I think it's more of a, um, a lecture. Or rather not a lecture, just an evening. An sort evening. of Q&A. &A. So they really know their clientele, don't they? Is it interactive? Absolutely. I think you should go on. Yeah, it's the one in uh, White City. So maybe you should go and check it out and then afterwards speak. So who is in charge? Who's responsible for this evening? Whether it's good or bad, who cares? And then when can we get on? 
they're, they're the sort of events that they're looking for now, Shirley. I had a sexy dream last night. and Did I, you? And I woke oh, up that's and, nice. I do. And do you know what? It coincides with the beginning of my period. Okay, that's interesting. Every, all the time I have sexy dreams. It's who, when I'm up for it. Who was in it? Without to know. Some sort of, some dude, very, very stocky, not my type, oh. broad, in tweed. What's that all about? That is odd. Very odd. In tweed. It was in tweed. Toad of Toad Hall. It was the Toad of Toad Hall and I couldn't get enough. Okay. I often, often have um, very strange dreams with very strange people that I don't know. No, but that's good to hear, A, that you got some sleep and B, that it was sexy sleep. Absolutely. So whilst I was away, I took advantage of being in my own in a hotel room. Oh my gosh. And no, I didn't masturbate all night. No. I binged watched, Shelley, because you know I'm not allowed to binge watch. No, you're not. Um, Contentious subject around here. We don't talk about binge watching. How dare you? Been two back to back. Not on my Nelly. Not on my watch. Anyway, it's called The Watcher and apparently it's the most watched series on Netflix at the moment. It's a Ryan Murphy horror, a whodunit. Based on a true story. I would never watch a horror by myself in oh, a hotel room. I know. What was I doing? Slash, slash what? Jaffa, Thank you. Palestine. I would never do that. No, right? This is it. So the winning part, I said, I mean, everything was in Hebrew. So it took me ages to fathom what was what. So I had to go off pictures. I had to go and look in. The winning partner would look at a, a sort of thumbnail picture of a show and then tell me it's got Naomi Watson. It's got, and I go, yeah, but I don't know what they look like. You know, so it, was, it took a long time for me One to minute. fathom. Did you eventually have some? Subtitles. Uh, so it's in English. Oh, the okay. shows are in English, but all everything else is in Hebrew, okay. and I couldn't change the settings. Um, anyway, so the watcher. Apparently, my wooden part said everyone's watching it. W- watch it. I didn't know until I saw the first episode. It's a complete horror. Scared the bejesus out of me. But I kept on. I was compelled to keep watching. And um, did you get through at least three? I watched the whole series. Oh my goodness into, me! Oh I know. my goodness! Me. And then the and it was very it was very yes yeah, so as I say it's got Naomi Watson and Bobby. Um, Cannavale and Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge, who's a, who's you know, you know that one out of um, White Lotus. You know the sort of she's a the larger lady. Yeah, she's, she's a bit great. crazy. She's, she's great. really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so really great cast. But the ending was just weird. I was just like, just it's hard to end the so, show though, Shirley, isn't it? As we know, from and um, yeah, and and when I looked it up, most people, well, absolutely, we know we know all too well. Most people were disappointed with the ending. With one viewer writing. The ending of the of the Watcher might be hands down the worst ending to any piece of drama I've ever had to see. All the directions they could have went, and that is how they end it. Utterly horrible. Wow. Okay. I won't be watching that. But I won't watch horrors anyway, even ones that I starred in. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Shirley, I watched The Bear. Is it called Bear or The Bear? How did you find it? I find it. I'm finding it quite hard work. I couldn't watch beyond the first day. I watched. We've. I did two. And a it, half it was too last hectic night. for me with my sight and my it hearing. It is quite intense. I, I just couldn't. I kept saying, "What did he say? What did he just say?" And I've got the subtitles on. And they're shouting over each yeah, other. No, it really is intense. hardcore. But I, I yeah. think. So, what episode are you on? Two and a half. Well, I, to go to bed. I, mean, I mean, it's across the board, five stars. So, is it? Okay, them, so let, is it us? I think we need to keep. I will. I will see. Persevere. Until we, I will yeah. persevere. But, um, yeah, thanks for nothing that, with that recommendation. Not really, no. No, it's, it's not just me. No, 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 I've you're never right. seen a show that's been so well-reviewed. Five stars across the board. No, we'll keep going, we'll keep going. So, there's hope for my willing partner and me yet in ter- terms of tying the knot. Oh. There is hope. I thought um, you wanted to do the windows instead. 
Well, we've done the windows, but... But the, how, about the, how about insulation in the house? Well, there could, are absolutely there, freezing. there could be money left over. Okay, because windfall. the weather spoons do an all-inclusive wedding. I heard about this when I was away. Do you know what? I think keeping it real like that is probably the way to do it. And it'd be pretty cool, but you were never going to go to a weather spoon. So I went, so one of the producer I worked with is uh, 30 years old, which means that she has just been having wedding season, the summer just gone. In fact, she's just said she's had a horrible time. One month she had three weddings, two of, two of which she was a bridesmaid. She oh, said, I didn't enjoy I'd any of them. No. Yeah. And she's been... Tuskers, Greek islands, London weddings, and she says, hands down, the most fun wedding she went to this summer spoons. was a, the Spoons. Yeah. She says it's in Chancery Lane. There's only one where the Spoons that has a, a wedding license, and it's on Chancery Lane, which is a 12th century beautiful old um, historic road in London. I'm sure you know it called the Knights Templar, the pub. The, the spe- you know, they get stunning um, mm. spots, mm. don't yeah, they? Yeah. So it's a really beautiful old building. And of course, they've got sticky floors. I don't know why they insist on keeping the carpets. However, for your three grand, yeah, sit down meal, sure, Finder's crispy pancakes. But who, and who doesn't like that? For 100 people. And yep, then you've got 200, uh, you get sparkling wine Great. and endless wine. They're, yeah. they're, they're Headache inducing, yes, please. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you get 200 people afterwards for the night. Dinner and dance. Dinner and a dance. That's Drink 300 till you're guests. Sick. Yeah. Drink till you're sick. They sort out the decor, a wedding host, yeah. a DJ. They bring someone on board. Yeah. Got me Karen's karaoke. Got me Karen's karaoke. <laughs> I am loving the sound she of this. She said, all for three grand. Listen, All for three she said she had the time. Listen, I definitely think that's in the bag. Let's. I did a little acting job while Shelley was doing her acting job. She was in Jaffa. I was in um, South East London. I, it, it's very strange. They picked me up from Battersea to take me to essentially lose I was just decked from head to toe in um, highly flammable goods, um, River Island Primani. Um, they painted my face orange slash purple. I got my ears painted because they put in such, um, they were sort of massive um, fake gold uh, earrings. I was basically playing an accountant who gets mistaken for a prostitute. And 12 minutes into wearing these earrings, my, my ears just flare up. They're so red. Yeah. So It's not a rare metal. It's not a rare metal. So they started just literally getting a paintbrush and some fondant and started painting my lobes. I go, okay, fine. Maybe I should take them on to we shoot. And thank goodness I did that because I was waiting for a very long time. Mine was obviously the last scene. And we were in a place called Modern Wolf, which is where we filmed, which was just along. It's just If you go to the Blackwall Tunnel and then you take a left before you go underneath the tunnel... There's in a whole part of Greenwich, Shirley, that I don't even, I didn't even know existed. Is it new? It is new, and it was an old brewery, and it absolutely stunk of hops. Hang on, is it that brewery yeah. you do wine beer tasting? Yeah. I passed it yesterday you know on it? my way back from the O2. I said, "What is this horrendous yeah, place? That whole we strip is a, it's a it's a dead zone." So for that's me. where we were, and it was great. But it's so funny. The crew was so young. I mean, so young. Everyone I came in contact with was really young. The cast were very young. Yeah, people are young now. People we are, are young we now. are old. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I met some really funky people. I enjoyed the constant food supply and the fact that I didn't have to think about my children once between sort of two in the afternoon till midnight. Was I it know. glorious? It was. Glorious. Glorious. I, I didn't have to think about anything so except my four lines, which was an absolute treat. Did you manage to get the four I lines out? I managed to get them out, and I improvised. Sometimes a bit. You, you stumble. And I you do stumble. I, I, yeah, I stagnate. 
but actually he let me improvise a bit, which I loved and he enjoyed. And so that was great. I enjoyed him enjoying me, which was great. The down, the low lights, the fact that I had very, very cold wrists and ankles. Yeah. And that I was decked head to toe in sort of um, flammable goods. But apart from that, Shelley, it was an absolute winner winner. And I got paid. Actually getting paid for your craft. Stop. Stop. Stop right now. Did it make you think this is what I want to do? No. This is what I want to be. What, an actress? Yeah. Listen, I, if it comes my way, I'll definitely take it, but I'm not going to start sending out my 10 by 8s every week. And I can't, you know... Your I black just, and whites. My black and whites. I'm just not. And I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not that cast. Although I have to say, I never used to be that castable because I'm so tall and so awkward looking. But actually, I think these days, as I said this before, I actually have really slipped into that knackered mum look and feel, and there's lots of work out there for us. So that's great. <laughs> You're winner winner then. Okay, I uh, just had one more thing to say. But oh, go matter. on. And uh, now I feel shy. No, no, please. Is just it another stick. sexy dream? No, it's not. Is it about you missing your wedding partner when you're away? No. Sure. No, it was. It, it's it's so nice to wake up alone um, in a hotel room and just think I've got time here to do things I need to do, like a shower. Oh yeah, I'll put, take off or put on your makeup. Yeah, to go take, to the loo alone. Go, go to the mm. loo alone, which I, I never do, and 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 put <clears> a <throat> put a curling tongs through my hair. Mm. Um, and, and take my breakfast up with a view of the whole of Jaffa and um, be served and, and someone else clean and it's so nice and not have any children yeah. and have adult conversations at yeah. breakfast. Oh my gosh, how we laughed and joke. You know, you get a bit of your old self back. Yeah. And then I stumbled across an article about um, Princess Margaret's morning routine and I thought, oh, I haven't lived. I have not lived. Oh, but she lived the life. Oh, she did. So she likes to wake up at a respect. She used to, past tense, the Lord rest her. She used to wake up at a respectable 9am before enjoying breakfast in bed. And then she would take, partake in two hours of reading the newspapers in bed whilst listening to the radio and chain smoking. I love that she yeah, chain smokes yeah. in bed. Okay, and then her lady-in-waiting would run her a bath and then she'd spend an hour in hair and makeup before she slips into some nice, clean, fresh clothes. At 12.30, she appears downstairs for a little vodka pick-me-up. Yeah. Then she spends the afternoon tucking into a flunch with her mum. And she'd always have a fresh fruit, fruit and a dozen native and continental cheeses always at hand for the royal to graze on. That's before she's even stepped out of the house. Apparently the royals are notorious, well, uh, they're renowned for the fact that they whack through the food. They absolutely whack through the food. When they go hunting, they need baps, they need buns, they come back, they need cake. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, yeah. But that's uh, the old school way of doing things, isn't it? It's in the tea, high tea, and then supper, and that well, you've just got. Have you seen their Christmas and... Day routine? It's just exhausting, absolutely exhausting. It's like um, what I hear, you know, is when you go to your willing partner's um, parents in the country for Christmas. I go, gosh, there's a there's an itinerary for every moment of the day, and actually, I know you thrive on that, don't you? I do like structure. She likes the name. Up at six, downstairs, up again, quick poo, downstairs, outside, come back, have a drink. I just but also, can't. what's so funny is within can't. the house, everyone has their sort of poo corners and times. Yeah, but that's that they really, go, that's actually quite go, no, you, Just quickly, the thing is you've gone on, I might as well just go on a little <laughs> bit more. I went to an open day this week. I've been to two for my son's schools next year. He's starting school next year. Um, five Rising is what they call and one of the schools I went to, I was really impressed, it was in Chelsea, where literally the um, dinner lady actually had loads and loads of bowls of sampled school dinners. Oh, lovely. Yeah, for you in different to, colours. For you to taste. Yes, and my son, I had to, I had to bring my 14-month-old um, with me. I tried to leave him at home, but I realised you can't really do that legally. So I brought him with me. He was calling absolutely everywhere. And I just sat him down in the corner with three bowls of fish and chip. 
at 10.15 in the morning. He absolutely loved it and slept slept solidly for two hours afterwards. It's so sad because he won't be going there. And he the son that there. will be going there won't touch it. No, he won't touch it. But it, I really impressed, I'm really impressed by the schools. And then we all got to go into this reception class, which is this class that he'll start next year. And they were doing phonics. They were just on the sofa. And I think they must have been sedated because these kids were so well behaved. Ah, but. So, and they had their magic pens, as in like their invisible pens, they were just miming. And then they got real pens, these tiny little whiteboards. I love it, Abbasa. We'll just, we're, we're just, we don't know anymore, so we'll just. Do, 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 it isn't it Abbasa? Yeah, maybe. So, winner, winner, and dead ducks. Um, Anyone? Okay, so winner, winner, of course, trip to Palestine. It was a trip of a, a, a lifetime, and I wish I could have stayed longer. Goes without saying. And dead duck. I seem to be getting two periods a month. Which is that un- is that, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah it's it, last month and now this month. So that, that's once a, every two weeks. That's a bloody nightmare. No pun. Um, yes, Where are our bloody weeks. nightmare? Um, bloody good period pants. Shelley and I did a gig. Where are they? Yeah, we can show you. Why don't you chase that up with your mate? Then? Any chance I can get those cottons? The wife's having two a month. Any chance? My winner winners of that. Oh, Betsy Power Station. It's opened. I've heard, and we're going to take the kids. It's meant to be at. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Fine, but or in you terms think of the night term sex? No, no, no. Sex. I think there are some lovely things for kids to do outside, but the actual power station itself is—I don't know. Let's go and see. But it's meant to be amazing. But you know, it's a place apparently for a chinwag chuckle and a chat. The downside is the fact that I just don't have time to go there. Our weekends literally a chock, a block, and October is a busy month for us. What with our boys' birthdays, it just takes months. Just going dinner party, tea party, party, a party before a post party, pre party, post party, party in your pants, party in your pants. Yeah. I'm really not looking forward to my son's party. It's two hours in a leisure centre in Wandsworth. I'm scared. 24 children, four babies. Wish me luck. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you. Shirley, good to have you back from the motherland. Yeah, it's, you know, good to be back, kind of. Maybe, do you reckon we could get a gig out there? In the, uh, in the, uh, gig. In the occupied territories? Yeah, do you reckon? I tell you what, when I was in the in the West Bank, they followed me around like a celebrity, and I thought, yeah, this is this is my this is where I'm supposed to be. At. Yeah, let's and go. They kept, oh, they were all hijabed, and they kept on coming up. I follow, I want to follow you on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. They were just such a lovely bunch of. Coconuts. I hope you gave them an Instagram name. I, I never remember ours. I, I let the uh, I let the producer take care of that. But they were. I was. That's the first time I was because everyone always looks at you. You've got a camera following you everywhere, and you know, sound, big mic hanging down below. But no, when I went to the West Bank, that's when they just couldn't cope. Okay, let's ditch the kids and we'll go and do a gig there. Thanks so much. Thank you. To right for now. Bye. You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.